Welcome, listeners, and welcome back to Too Neutral to Quit, the D&D podcast, where we really should just give up already. I'm Worth Beasley, normally your DM. This is the second episode of our return to the Four Fins. We have resumed our Frost Maiden campaign, so I'm going to try to get the final two episodes of the Fins out as quickly as possible before I start working on Frost Maiden properly. But until then, we present to you Episode 6, I Have a Skin Condition. Okay, so after you... uh interrogated uh, the family. Uh, the mother told you that uh, her daughter Brezenia was not actually the product of her husband. And um, she was actually the daughter of um, a member of the nearby religious community of Communion. And there's a possibility that she went there. Uh, the mother also recommended that you either go to the tavern where her daughter was taking cooking lessons or to the Otaru house where her daughter was taking magic lessons. Um, either place might know more about the location of Brzezenia. Um, And in the chaos last week, I also forgot to mention that Brzezenia was also going to a nearby fox folk tribe to tutor one of the children there. So also in any of these places, you can learn more about communion. So I would recommend going to any or all of these places before you actually dive into communion. Just pretend that there's like a, you know, like in a video game, that wall you get. So you can't go to communion yet. There's an invisible wall there. (laughs) The the video game Explorer Me says to explore all the optional areas first anyway. (laughs) So that's my suggestion. Or again, you you can even like pretend that that's open, but then just have like an ancient black dragon sitting there like, "Uh -uh, (laughs) uh-uh, it's my road, go away. Like, yeah, you, you need to be a certain level to uh, recommend a certain level to get to this area. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think last time I was railroading you towards the tavern, but <laughs> I will let you guys choose where you would like to go this time. Well, not a piano. I'm good with I'm good with tavern first. All right, so you are going to the Loving Demons Inn. Like, does this mean we love demons, or is it just like a demon place that loves people? Because this is a very important distinction. So there's actually a reason behind the name, but you you might find that out if you're lucky. Oh. Um, so you are directed to the Loving Demons Inn. Uh, it is a two-story tavern. It's actually quite large and spacious. On the inside, there is a definite, like, bar area as well as a very well-equipped kitchen. Um, and you guys can just go ahead and proceed in. Marcus is heading up the bar after the bullshit j- just went <laughs> Yeah, the entity's going to share it. Uh, I think you mean Marcus. a very successful interrogation. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work. It didn't spill the beans. Uh, we got our information, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know how many voices I'll do tonight, so it might just be, <laughs> might just be boring Liz most of the time, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so, Marcus, you approach the bar. Hey there. Uh, could I get whatever the local ale is? 
All right. We got our dripping hops ale. Is that good for you? Anything with less hops? <laughs> Apple cider? Dripping hops it is. Uh, this woman, she is a, an incredibly buxom woman. Oh. She has a slightly grumpy look on her face. Red hair, slight bits of gray. And yes, she has a very prominent bosom where she has tattooed across it tips. And you can see just a couple of little coins sticking out from her cleavage. <laughs> and she just sort of turns around, goes to one of the barrels. <laughs> I, I, in a bale. I elbow Gar not in her direction. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I was actually more thinking it was like now I can I just I just wonder what Liz's search history looks like. <laughs> That's a good you point. Know, I'm, sure get, I'm sure you get a lot of ads that you don't really necessarily want. Oh, sure. <laughs> what, Royce? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I lost their imagination for that. <laughs> so she sets down this flag in a veil. And now you notice this flag in a veil is actually kind of interesting because the dripping hops ale is actually slightly fizzy and carbonated. That is the unique part of the dripping hops. Uh, Marcus is going to take a good sniff (laughs) and then take a sip of the ale. And I'm assuming dripping hops, so it is... uh... Very hoppy. Extremely happy. He's going to wince a little bit and curse hipsters. <laughs> uh, then he's going to uh, just chat with the uh, bartender. Like, I- I'm certain you've gotten every joke in the world about tattoo. Well, I mean, I got it, didn't I? You did. I knew what I was getting into. I mean... But you seem... So unhappy about it. <laughs> Toss her a coin. Rolls <laughs> and catches it right in her boobs. <laughs> still not smiling at all. No, she's still not smiling at all. She still has a very dour expression. <laughs> like she takes no enjoyment out of this whatsoever. <laughs> she knows it's a good way to make money. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, name of the girl that we're looking for again? Presenta. Uh, I gotta screw up pronouncing that. Have you heard of a girl named Brezentia? Oh, yeah. She's uh, my husband's apprentice. She uh, takes cooking lessons from him. Oh. Your husband back there right now? Oh, yeah. He's over at the kitchen. He's uh, making the chef special for tonight. Oh, what's the special? Shit changes every night. He's, he's quite an overachiever. Let me not see. Fish, not mushrooms, not fish, not mushrooms. Oh, well, yes, uh, there is the fire-roasted tomatoes and trout. There's also rabbit in a wine currant sauce. Um, uh, I'll get the uh, rabbit in the currant sauce. I'm the fucking bartender. I'm not the fucking chef. (laughs) I know, but usually you don't go directly to the chef. The waitress is right fucking behind you. Yes, (laughs) 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 and the waitress pops bobbles up she's like 
Hello. Um... And she is also equally bosom, bosomic. Oh, no, she looks happier. But she's much happier. She's Why little, can't you smile like she's this? a little halfling? <laughs> uh, she's very cute. Hello. Um, I I, I saw uh Saskia there uh waving me over. Uh, did did you need something or did you want? Could I get the rabbit and fruit sauce? Do you have a seat yet? I mean, I can just eat at the bar. I do plan on getting the, wasted. The bartender glares at you. <laughs> I do plan on getting wasted. I tip better as I get drunker. You still need to glare at me? She still just glares at you. I blow her kiss. <laughs> she grabs it, puts it in her bosom. <laughs> <laughs> it takes everything. <laughs> Do you want to actually order something, or do you want to talk to the cook? I was going to eat it first and then talk to the cook. <laughs> While he's eating, I'm going to wander up. Hi, so um, it, do you guys love demons here, or do demons love this place? Okay, who are you asking, the halfling or the bartender? Uh, the uh, bartender. Because she, she obviously looks like the person who would give us the information. Just the expression on her face says that she's, she's you know, a very talkative person. Right. I'm trying so hard to try to do an accent for her, but it's just not working out. <laughs> All good. I mean, I like what you were doing, uh, going with at first, though. It works. Well, um... Hi, you mean the name of the, the tavern? Well... <clears throat> yeah. Well... The local legend around the area is that I've gone a very posh British instead of more of a Cockney now. Um, <laughs> let me try and get back into the Cockney. She's, um, she's trying to like sound impressive while she tells us the story. Yeah. <laughs> different accents, different tips. Different accents, different tips. She's just a woman of all. <laughs> She'll, she's, she's an actress at heart. I like um, it. Yes, um, well... The local legend around the area is that this is where the two primordial beings of desire and jealousy originated. The two progenitors of love. So, back before you and I, humans, anything here existed, there were these two demons. And they were yin and yang. They were part of each other. They could not be separated. They could not be parted. But at the same time, they brought out the worst in each other. So on one end, we have desire. On the other end, we have jealousy. But when they come together, you get true love. And that is where the name of our tavern comes from. Nice. Do you make true love? I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, if 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 humans weren't weren't here, then uh, how is it a legend? He just kind of stares at you. Oh, you Are don't you going to order a drink or not? Uh, sure. What do you got? He'll have the apple juice. <laughs> He's banned from alcohol. <laughs> He's a recovered alcohol. alcohol. Gar does not need it at all. Yeah, Gar is alcohol itself. <laughs> Gar is alcohol. Kind of wanders over here. She like rummages through a couple of bottles, looking for things that are non-alcoholic. 
comes back, slams down a slightly stale, it's slightly alcoholic apple cider. Like like a 3.5%. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the kind you'd find in Utah. <laughs> I was saying, uh, I'll, I'll hand her a gold piece. Thank you. <laughs> He's too short to reach up there to put it in. <laughs> oh no! I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm like just just handing it now. There's, <laughs> there's a little stool for the halfling, Nicholas, so he can just pop up there if he needs to. No, I like I like the idea of like just his nose and ears are over the top of the the, desk, the counter. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> Assuming, uh, I'll assume that Gibari uh, can keep an eye on Gar uh, while we're here. Uh, as <laughs> as entities, not uh, n- has no need to drink. Um, while they are conversing, I will kind of scope out. Uh, the assuming there are other patrons, I will kind of just observe around and see if there's anything of uh, interest uh, in the general area. Um, there are other patrons, mostly just eating, drinking, uh, having a good time. Um, of note, like over here, you see the cook. Here is a dwarven bard. Ooh. Uh, there is the waitress. And uh, if you look all the way in the corner here, there seems to be some kind of a back room. You don't know what might be in there. And uh, then the stairs that go, obviously, upstairs. Hmm. Um, as I, I was going to say this originally as well, while they were conversing, uh, at that same time, I would have wanted to signal to the waitress that was near us, and uh, since Gar ended up going to the bar to get a drink for himself, I was all order one for Gibari at the least, assuming he would like one. Sure. <laughs> Alright, so you're waving over the waitress? Yeah, I'll... Or, or, I'll... Uh, just point to, to Gabari and say, uh, "Just get uh, get get one uh, one cup or however you'd ask for it of whatever it is that he would like." She looks up at you and she's like, "Oh gosh, you're you're quite a big metal man, aren't you?" Oh yes, certainly. Um, what 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 would he like? Whiskey. Oh, whiskey. Okay, sure, sure. Kind of wanders over here. Gets you a whiskey, wanders back. Here, here you go. Oh, you, you're a little goblin man. Oh, you're an interesting group, aren't you? We don't get metal men, fox men, and goblins in town at all. Well, we do get fox men sometimes, but not goblins and metal men. Goodness gracious. Hello. <laughs> I'll tip her a gold as she rings the drink as well. Um, my name's Mimosa. Mimosa <laughs> Proud Body. Um, I'll be here all night if you need me. Um, do you need me food? Do metal men eat? We have no need. Um, so I don't need anything. But if Gibari would like something, uh, he can have uh, whatever he would like to order for food. Our chef is absolutely fantastic. He's always coming up with the craziest 
things. Like, uh, for this little corner of the world, you'd never guess the food was so good. Uh, I'll, I'll get whatever you recommend if you have something in mind. Okay, well, um, there is actually a table over um, by the cook if you'd like to gather around there. Um, Alright, so I'll do that and I will sort of say a little lower uh, to her so it's not assuming that I'm not really overheard anyway, but I will inquire <clears throat> um, I've noticed there's a like back room so to speak is that for special reservations or do you know what is back there oh oh that's um that's that's malister's um room um he is our official liaison to the four fens you know um he takes care of our taxes and um the bureaucratic business, you know, every town has one of those. Uh, it's just one of those stupid things that the four fens has us do. He's such an old stuffy body. Like, oh, gosh, he's just, he's always complaining about how he got stationed in this little tiny backwater town. And oh, he's just insufferable. But, you know, we have to host him for free. I understand. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, like I said, there's a table over by um, the kitchen if you'd like to go there, or you can just, I don't know, do whatever you want. <laughs> As she says that, I'll head over there. Right. Gibari, did you just barge into the back room? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Alright, so if you actually did that, then, then you, you see this like skinny, sort of like very sharp featured man in a very posh looking outfit pouring over a ledger. And he looks up and she and he's like, Oh my goodness, is that a goblin? What on earth is a goblin doing here? Who let you in here? I'm not a goblin, I'm a gnome. I have a skin condition. <laughs> You're a gnome with a skin condition. Oh, all right. A roll of pers- what, no, deception. Oh, all right. You're a gnome with a skin condition. Oh, what do you need? Why are you here in my room? Is it contagious? I thought this was the bathroom. Um, I'll be leaving now. All right, please don't come back. And I just close the door behind me. And he's like, looking <laughs> over himself, wondering if he has some kind of gnomish, goblinish skin condition now. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need to kill him. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Assuming uh, I've gotten my food by now? Yes. Uh, well, after I've eaten it, I'm going to go over here to the table. Why did you just eat at the table? <laughs> because I want to be a thorn in your side. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, talk to Entity. So one that was really actually really good. The currents that that was spot on. Current. Current. Currents. I thought you said currents. Currents. <laughs> 
Hurts? Hurts? Okay. <laughs> this is a difference of. <laughs> We're really spot on. Um, I think we should probably talk to Chef. The uh, bartender, his wife, was mentioning that. Uh, the girl we're looking for was apprenticed to him. And I feel like we could butter him up if we know what what his cooking's like. That is a good point. Um, and I'll end up getting food for, um, I guess, Skibari and um, Gar as well. Uh, I'm assuming they'll probably be pretty hungry, so I will yeah. order food for everybody. Burning pianos takes a lot out of me. <laughs> So you guys get plates of food. Uh, let's see. There is some nice garlic and onion pastries. There's some fire-roasted tomatoes and trout. And for dessert, there is a cranberry steamed pudding. Yes, I did come up with an entire menu. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, that actually sounds like it could be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, great, now I need to get a snack. Real quick, <laughs> entity looks at the food longingly because he can't eat, but he would—he wishes he could. All right, the chef walks over and he's like, "So, uh, how'd you guys like it?" The currents, great idea. Thank you. They're in season right now. I thought that that paired with a nice braised rabbit—that—that that would just. Mm. Uh, did did you get the cheese uh, platter with it? Uh, yeah. Yes, we did. We got the, we we just had all the charcuterie. The brie, the brie was good. It, it was. Mm. Well, anything else I can do for you? Would you like seconds? But wait, I have a second batch of dessert. Um, it's uh, a toffee. Yes. Ah, ah, yes. And uh, he brings he <laughs> brings you a golden apricot and honey toffee, and he's like, I I haven't seen goblins here. Do do you, do you eat out of my hand? What do I do? And he just kind of sticks out his hand with toffee. Like, do you bite? Does, is it like a horse? Should I just hold my hand out? Yes, don't move. Otherwise, I'll bite your hand off. Okay, he holds his hand very still and very flat. He's only 50 He'll start munching the food out of his hand. I don't care. He looks kind of shocked. He kind of looks at... Well, I Actually, Marcus is the only thing he'd actually recognize because there's a local <laughs> fox folk tribe. And he kind of looks at Marcus and is like, do, do I pet him after this? Like, what? I've, I've never seen a goblin. I've never seen anybody pet a goblin. You should try it. <laughs> he very reluctantly reaches out and tries to stroke Gar's head. <laughs> huh, you can pet a goblin. <laughs> I'll, do the, I'll do the same thing back to him. I'll start patting his head. <laughs> Wait, hold still, I found a bug. <laughs> I run a clean establishment, sir. So do you have like a sous chef or an apprentice or anything helping you back there? This was a lot of food to make by yourself. Oh, well, for about the past week or so, I've had to go at it alone. Um, I did have an apprentice. Uh, her name was Brizenka. Uh, but, well, she ran off with that boy. Ooh, that boy. <sighs> I feel like every town has a that boy. 
Well, there are several here, and unfortunately they all come from that damned fucking cult. Which cult? There's a lot of cults in the Fen. <laughs> uh, they call themselves the Church of the Two Martyrs. And they run the... Well, they call themselves a religious community of communion. The entire place is creepy. They all look alike. They all sound alike. Like, uh, I'm... They're run by the, uh, the Grimevers. There's just something not right about them, but that boy came in here and said two words to her, and she was just absolutely smitten. And I, I don't know, just one day she stopped coming back. I assume that's where she went. I mean, where else would she go? She wouldn't have run off with the fox folk. Why not? We can be quite charming. <laughs> well, I have to say, you're the better dressed that I've seen. I mostly see them in loincloths and... Oh, I didn't grow up with them. Oh, okay. Now, what's the deal with these other people? Um, well, my companions here? We're amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, do I pet you, too? Are, are, are you jealous of the other? Do, do I need to pet? Do, I will do you need to, He's holding his hand out with more coffee than Gabari. I could just see the guy in the back room running out. No, that one has a skin condition. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how long ago it was that she disappeared? Uh, I'd say it's been a little over a week now, and probably about a month since that uh, Grimever boy started coming around. Is that Grimever... Prominent family around here? Well, they, they, have... they run communion. Do they have... I'm assuming they have a house that's separate from the church building. Or wherever they do their worship. I, I've never uh-huh. been inside of communion. They tend to be rather particular about who they let in. It's usually just the family and... Um, whichever poor soul they've poached from here. I swear, it seems like every year... One or two of our beautiful teenagers run off with them. Like last year it was, um, let's see, the Wolf family. Yes, their boy ran off to communion. And then the year before that, it was, um, the Gress family. Their girl ran off to communion. Interesting. Is it always with the same person, or just to the same community? Uh, well, it's always to the same community. I mean, I don't believe it's with the same person. I mean, like I said, they all look alike. It's somewhat eerie. But, um... Yeah, it's just always to communion, and then... They never come back. Nice try. We know you don't have any pretty teenagers. <laughs> well, no more coffee for you. Goodness. 
<laughs> no, I happen to be lucky. Me, me and Saskia there. We never could have children, so we didn't have any children to lose to those bastards. But um, I, I feel for the families that... Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're happy there. They, the, the members of the community that come here always seem happy anyway. How's the local Church of Progress feel about this cult? Well, uh, you'd have to ask our, um, liaison there. He tends to be our local contact for both the Four Fins and the Church of Progress. <laughs> hmm. He's, he's never been none too happy with communion as, uh, they do not pay taxes, so. Ooh, how do I do that? Or not do that? <laughs> Uh, you become an organized religion. Ow. And then you have to file... Shit, I forgot what the forms are. <laughs> <laughs> it's always some catch. <laughs> wait, no, wait. I did join. I joined... Uh, and I hold up like, the blue crystal that I have around my neck. <sighs> Entity, what was it again? Uh, uh, you're referring to DMs at church. Sure, whatever, whatever God you follow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I follow. I follow the the Dean's Church. I don't know why you're telling me. I, I'm not collecting your taxes. <laughs> I'm not the one. Who, I just take your money for food. <laughs> That's our exchange. I don't. I don't collect taxes. That that again is Mr. Luzman. Okay. Well, we got to go find him. I've never paid taxes before, but I don't want to start. I feel like we should go talk to the liaison. Yeah, I, I agree. I guess we will. <laughs> we all four of us just start barging in there. Are you guys barging in again? All right. Again, he just sort of looks up and there's like a goblin on top of his. Oh my god! It's the one with the skin condition. Get away from me! You. Did- I don't need a skin condition. This place is disgusting enough. Oh my god! There are more of you. I lick my hand and touch the book. I've got nicely. You numb. just touch it. He recoils. Yeah, I was gonna say, it, like, hearing that, I immediately start coughing. <laughs> he jumps up and like backs away. Like, what in progress's name is? Oh my god, there's another one. <laughs> hey, do I have to pay taxes? <laughs> Everyone has to pay taxes. What's wrong with that? Have you not paid your? Marcus is going to close the no, door. No, I'm in. I'm in a room. You want no part of what we This is gonna be another something on fire. And <laughs> Marcus is gonna go look for a piano on the second floor. <laughs> hold, hold, please. We're gonna go find a piano and bring it to you. Light it on fire in front of you. You <laughs> love cigar. He's like. Are you another gnome with a skin condition, or are you a goblin? I'm a goblin. Where are you? Progress is today. Do I look like I'm a human, like I'm supposed to be? Oh, you got a skin condition too? Okay. That's why he's so ugly. And he looks at... (laughs) And then he looks at uh, Entity, and he's like, Is that a... Are you a warforged? No, he's a statue. 
And he, he actually braves getting between Gibari and Gar, and it's like... I like his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say, yeah, I, I want to find like all the loose objects I can, <laughs> pick them up and lick them and put them back. <laughs> I so want to say that I have a skin condition, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll respond to the positive that uh, that I am a warforged. All right. Um. Clearly, you're the only civilized thing here. I don't know what you're doing in the company of these little monsters. I kick him in the What can I do for you? Um. My my name is Master Luzman. I am the Fennec liaison to this town, if you'd like to call it a town. I just coughed really loudly behind him. Uh, are you mute? I, I just didn't have anything interesting to add. <laughs> Marcus, wasn't it your idea to come in here? It was. Okay, Marcus, come back here. That it seems like it's common they're not murdering him. No, this, this is exactly what Marcus wanted. He just wanted oh, to send that him work. Looks like a rash. Um, <laughs> he kind of recalls again. It's like, are they letting anyone in here? That is a beast, man. Oh, I work for Church of Progress. Don't worry about it. Okay, you're still a beast, man. <laughs> and you're a douche. You're still a human. Yes, I'm a human. That's what you're supposed to be. Yeah, he's he's got a skin condition. That's what I'm supposed to be. Anyways. <laughs> At least you're well spoken for one of those things. Ooh. I blow my nose in his shirt. Zen. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's made the connection yet. The more he insults us, the more yeah, we have to say he is, he is got What's to. going on with this communion thing? If you tell us everything that you know about this cult, we'll leave you alone. You yeah, the, the quicker we'll leave. He just sits the down over you here. Take to tell us, the more our friend with the skin conditions going to <laughs> in here and start licking things. Yes, he just sort of sits down and like he's himself. Alright, you want you want to know about communion? Wretched little community. Pay no taxes whatsoever. We've tried to send them a liaison, but they refuse. I don't know what they do. It's an entirely walled community. They've been there for probably about 30 years, and they've declared themselves autonomous. They can do that? I didn't think they could either. But they're not worth sending an army regiment to, and, well... They're too small to really care about, so... I can, I can understand the logic. What would you like? No, it's a silly little church in a silly little backwater place. Uh, do you know anything about the uh, the martyrs that they are worship? Or was it martyrs, or was it... It's, uh, it's the Church of the Two Martyrs. Yeah. Anything about their founding legend, or...? Uh, I'm not quite sure on the specifics. Um, I believe it relates to, well, you're in the inn, 
That's the Church of the Loving Demons. I believe that they worship these two demons, but they don't call them demons. They call them primordial gods. And they believe that these are loving gods. They don't believe that their desire and jealousy or whatever the... The foolish thing, the myth that this town believes, and they believe that they have been martyred by this disbelief, and that they are true loving gods. And that's about all I know. If you ever go there, tell them to pay their damn taxes. Oh, would you have a bill for them? Uh, back oh, taxes and... Absolutely, let me go to my ledger. I believe this gnome with a skin condition has been licking it, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, while he's doing that, is there anything of note in the room that like would catch Marcus's eye? Would you like me to roll for it, or...? I mean, you can look around. I, I didn't really put loot in this room, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can pretend I put loot in this room. <laughs> you find 24 copper pieces somewhere. Yeah. I'll say, no, the uh, DM saying I didn't put loot in this room is DM code for I didn't think you guys were going to talk this long, <laughs> this long and do all this bullshit in this one stupid room. <laughs> We're getting some role playing in. <laughs> Question, Marcus: Did you close the door behind you? Uh, yes. You did close the door behind you. Okay. <laughs> What's the best answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's closed, they can't hear him scream as loud. <laughs> Character progress, official business. <laughs> what else are you guys going to do? Uh, I'm going to wait until he's not looking at his ledger, like somebody's distracted him, and I want to leave my zombie head, uh, severed zombie head, uh, on the ledger. Actually, sorry, if you don't mind. Um, actually, is there like a statue... Or something that looks really important that's not super obvious. I don't want him to discover it right away. I want him to take a little bit before he realizes it's there. Probably underneath one of the sofas or something. I was gonna say probably in this bench over here he wouldn't notice it right away. Okay. Yeah, if there's yeah, if there's not like any books or anything else, then yeah, I'm just gonna stack the head so it looks like it's okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can stack the head. So it looks like there's something behind the bench looking at him from behind the bench. <laughs> hey! Well, he goes back to Marcus and is like, yes, uh, here's a copy of their bill. It's quite a substantial sum, so I doubt they'll want to... Marcus is going to take that. But yes, that is an itemized accounting information for them. Is there anything else I can do? I feel like I need to go take a bath. You really should. Yeah, you probably should. It should help with your skin condition. And possibly burn these clothes. Um. Well, I can help. Well, no. <laughs> lovely meeting a Warforged. You as well, I suppose. Alright, well, goodbye now. 
Actually, do a perception check, everyone, for me. Oh, no! Falling so low! Alright, only Gabari notices this waiter kind of scurrying away from the door. Oh boy, somebody else to burn their piano. Before Marcus leaves, he's going to recommend a uh, poultice or something for what looks like more of a rash just developing on his arm. <laughs> Suggest something that actually gives him a rash. <laughs> <laughs> I went up and grabbed her hand, and I'm going to uh, signal to you, like, yell back to you, hey, they were listening then. Uh, when he does that, yeah, if, if Gabari goes up there, I will sort of approach her and I'll, I won't make a public scene in the bar, but I will, you know, kind of approach, approach her and say, uh, it, this one's a guy. Oh uh, yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. I'll approach him. You seem to have a vested interest in uh, our conversation. I think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I, I was... to apologize. I was curious, um, I, I, well, uh, I heard you talking about Brzenka, and I was just wondering if you were finding anything out. I was just, I was just curious, just curious, just curious. You are? Fine. We are actually looking uh, for her. How do you know her? Um, well, um, she was always nice to me, um, and I've just been worried about her. Um, yeah. He has a crush. Yeah, somebody do an insight check. Sure, this will work out well. Oh, wait. Even with a plus four. Oh, okay, finally something good. <laughs> finally something good. Uh, Worth, you can tell that he's holding something back. Oh, boy, is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> worked out great last time. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll kind of restrain Gar a little bit for now. Um, <laughs> but let's see. So he's, she was always nice to you. Uh, how well did you know her? Uh, what? Um, how often did you see her? Well, I, I saw her I, every day, every day, every day. If you know anything that could help find her, uh, any information would be useful. How well? Um, you saw her every day. You must know her fairly well. Or any advice on where else to look? Well, I, I heard you talking in there, and uh, that they're going to tell you to go to communion. That she's not communion. She's not communion. I, I, I don't. She wouldn't have gone to communion. No, 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 no. Not communion. Not communion. How do you know this? But I, 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 I just. She she wouldn't have gone with that guy. She wouldn't have gone with him. Nope, nope, nope. No need to be scared. We won't hurt you or her. Um, do you know who she might have gone with, or why she wouldn't have gone with um the guy to communion? Don't trust those fox people. Those fox people are bad, 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 bad. Don't trust them. Don't trust hey. them. Nope, <laughs> nope. Bad people. Bad people. Beast folk bad. Beast folk bad. That's what everybody says. Beast folk bad. Marcus, yes, a good one. I feel very folk right now. I think I need another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I can get you. You do you want to be? I can get you beer. I, I I don't want to be here anymore. I can get you beer. Um, I think you need to be here first. 
couple more seconds. They need to ask more stuff. Don't, don't, not, not gonna answer. Have you ever answer. been to communion? He doesn't answer. He kind of just stares at the ground. So you have been to communion. He just stares at the ground. You can talk. Jump on his chest and grab his shirt. Where <laughs> oh, is she? God. Ground stop. Where is the drink on her? Got Batman going on you. <laughs> He lets out a little yelp. Stop, 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 stop. Not in communion. She's just stop. Just stop. God, I'm trying to see if I have any kind of calming spell. Uh, can Marcus do anything on that? And Mimosa comes over. Uh, what, what, are, what are you doing with Stanek? Please, leave, leave the poor boy alone. Wait a second. Wait a second. I can do something. Stop. I can do something here. Um, I would like I would like to cast a smooth, soothe mental anguish on him. I knew I had something in mind. <laughs> what is soothe mental? I've never heard of that one before. Oh wow! Nice. <laughs> Holy crap! That's fantastic! I've never <laughs> seen that before. That's a thing. Where did that come from? Uh, when I saw the spell thing, I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I was almost thinking part. of like lesser restoration too. That's fantastic. But yeah, soothe mental anguish. It's okay. We're here. We're just gonna help you remember a little. <laughs> he looks at you. I can't talk to you. Can you talk to any of them? You don't have to talk to me. Mimosa's just like, okay, I'm gonna have to ask you all to leave if you don't stop bothering him. Insight checker, is she trying to cover up something as well? <laughs> oh, no. oh no. This is how the table gets lit on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she's obviously hiding something. My insight, my insight is great. Answer me this. Do you care about her at all? Because you said that she'd never go with him. Maybe talk to us later on after you're done with work. Because we're trying to find her so that we can help her. After work? I guess I could do after work. Okay. You'll be doing uh, good. Hate to be the one to point this out, but it's going to fade after an hour. He's going to go back to it. That's kind of worse than. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> yeah, will. Won't be more torturous. Be like, yeah, we're going to give your mind back for an hour, and then you're back to it. That's a form of torture. <laughs> yeah, that's a flowers for Algernon situation here. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> While Marcus is talking to him, I'll approach uh, Mimosa and try to, um, you know, soothe things over and explain how um, he he kind of runs away. He runs to Saskia. Gotcha. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll at least explain to Mimosa that he had said how he knew Berenzia, and I know that, that we were just trying to find out what he knew, and he was just a little startled, but uh, we had no intention of harming him or doing anything to him, and we're sorry for causing any kind of commotion. He's, he's a boy with a crush. 
Like Stalker. He's a liar. <laughs> Don't you think he's a liar? He's a sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know why you think he knows anything. Now, are, are you guys gonna keep bothering people, or do I need to ask you to leave? Probably. <laughs> Depends on if you tell us. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually say that. I'm. I'm being quiet right now. This is interrogation for the the smart, well-behaved people. Does everybody get off at the same time, or without sounding suspicious, I'll ask when when <laughs> Sanic is supposed to get off work? Because that's not going to sound odd. <laughs> um, well, he usually goes home around sunset, so I mean, it's it's not much longer. Okay. Is there a stage in here? Was there a stage? Oh, like, no. I guess I could like set up and play an instrument. Well, the bard is playing over there. You could probably play beside him. I'm gonna walk up with my bagpipes and just start playing. Mm -hmm. I was thinking with bagpipes, he'd probably even overpower him. He wouldn't even. <laughs> yeah. Be like, nope, I'm playing my song now. As you wander up to next to. This older dwarf is playing sort of like a dulcimer sort of thing. He's like, what are you doing? He kind of nudges you, like elbows you, like, this is my spot. I elbow him back. <laughs> we can do this together. Okay, roll a performance. Oh! Nice. Oh, you do great. He does horribly. <laughs> you overpass. You like completely blow him away. Do better. Only the bagpipes are good. I'm not saying that just because you're my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, assuming you know, if things calm down and things settle down. <sighs> If it's not going to be too much longer, I guess um, I was going to say we can just move on to the next place. But if we're going to wait on Stanek, we can just, you know, slowly make our way out and just <laughs> wait around the tavern for him when he gets off. I'll actually, uh, during the few minutes we have, I'll walk over to Marcus. Hey, do, do you think there's anything upstairs we're checking out? Possibly. Do you need a distraction so you can go upstairs? Possibly. <laughs> I could go okay. <laughs> I'm on it. Oh, God. Do, 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 do. Would you like to help this? <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. Like, I mean, I do have the upstairs, Ray, but I was going to have you sleep up there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was hoping you hey, guys could hide in the room. I think if there's no point. building to hide in. Guess we're roughing it tonight. <laughs> like, P.S., a good um, way to wait out at the inn is to Gart, you know, tried to think of something that's like medium, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. But I'll wait until Marcus, I'll wait until Marcus uh, gets close to the stairwell, looks like he's ready to go up, hopefully give him advantage, and then go, 
Who wants to bet me gold that I can't uh, light that candle? And then I'll fi- shoot a firebolt at one of the candles on the wall. Oh, Wait, a firebolt, firebolt. And these walls look like they're made of stone. So I think it should, <laughs> you know, not burn the building down <laughs> is the hope. It will out, Royce. I, I did. I you did? Oh, hang on. Let me do perception. Mimosa sees you. She's like, get out! Don't make me get Saskia! Get out of the... And she tries not hey, to curse. Hey, 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 no, I'm, I'm lighting candles. You didn't... Hey! <laughs> Trying to, like, get her attention. You're trying to light the place on fire, you've upset Stanek, and now I don't know why you're going upstairs, you didn't rent a room, just get it out! How much are room? There's going to be a hundred gold night, I don't know, I don't want you here! But I played such beautiful songs. That should get us the room for the night. Ooh, actually, well, I don't know. Uh, Liz, is it too late um, to uh, do my portent uh, number to make uh, Mimosa roll low on her uh, her perception? It's too late for that, yes. Okay. I'll at least start trying to escort Gar and try to escort Kapari and make our way out so we make less, make no more trouble. But trouble is my middle name. <laughs> we have other places we can do that. <laughs> and we can look for Stanic out the back later on. Okay, fine. I think at this point we should just automatically get advantage on our uh, intimidation rolls because <laughs> <laughs> our reputation precedes us. <laughs> yeah. should, should we just quit adventuring and become mafia members, like take down businesses? <laughs> It's a very beautiful business. It'd be shamed if it was set on fire. <laughs> can we do that? Like, can that be a thing? Can we become part of the mafia? <laughs> can we be the mafia? <laughs> <laughs> we do seem suited. <laughs> That's our new goal: is to make the make the mafia and the four fans. <laughs> I. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with this. <laughs> <laughs> we start selling. We start selling gar insurance to everyone. <laughs> oh, God, I'm trying to. Uh, it's state gar. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about wanting tax exempt status. So <laughs> that's the way to get it. <laughs> So, what are you guys burning down next? Uh, the kid, right? Straight up Anakin this campaign. <laughs> Just kill all the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? There can't be any crime committed if everyone's dead. So, Okay. That was it. The evil Judge Dredd. The, the dead one. Um, Chick. There, there's a comic book uh, character like he's the opposite of Judge Dredd, who uh, like his entire universe they kill everyone because if no crime can be committed if everyone is dead. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's interesting. I think I know what reality Garland then. <laughs> if we're able to wait a few minutes on Sanic, uh, I'd say we'd do that, but I'm also fine with going to, um, sh- I guess, look into the Fox Farm. Fox Farm? Or the, the, the bad choice of words. <laughs> the, 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 the Fox Folk Farm. Their face. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of you is for sale? Thanks to fur. Alright, hang on. Let me go. I had to check out a different map for a second. As you're leaving, everyone give me another perception. Hey! I finally rolled good. Nice. <laughs> nice. At least somebody did. Out of the corner of your eye, Marcus, you see something flit around the corner. Uh, Marcus is going to pursue. Okay, what's your movement speed? Uh, walking is 30. I run behind him because obviously something's happening. I will follow. Yeah, if he starts starting off, I'll obviously follow him too. Alright, it's going around this corner. Daytime, so sort of down here, you see a little girl running away. I cast old person. Stop before we kill you. Does she look like the age of the person that we're looking? No, she's much younger. She's probably only like ten or so. Did you really cast old person? Nope. <laughs> okay, so DC fourteen wisdom save. Uh, now I will go ahead and use my important ability. And pretty sure I had a 10 and a 9, so I'll just automatically give her a 10. Okay, she's held. (laughs) I got her. Yeah, so I rolled rolled a 10 and a 9, so I'm going to give her the 9, and so I have a 10 left for the day. What's your name? She's probably terrified. She can't speak. Yeah, tell us where we'll kill you. And will try to calm guard down. And <laughs> when he sees as a child, he'll you know, he'll still you know want to keep her nearby, but he'll try to try to reassert that everything is okay. We're just asking you know ask who she is and and, drop the spell. <laughs> and as nice of a tone as my robot voice can sound, to ask like wh- what she's doing here and who she is. My name is Dorota, Dorota Wolf. Um, I I heard that there were monster people in town, and I just wanted to see. Excuse me, I have a skin condition. <laughs> <laughs> He just starts openly weeping. <laughs> you look for monsters, you found them. <laughs> um, that's that's the title of the entire campaign, man. That's just... <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just perfect. Oh man, I'll, I'll hug her close as as she starts crying and be like, "I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay." I'm trying to think if there's anything I could do, like. Like a trick or something to make her laugh or smile. Uh, what do I have? Watch this hideous laughter. <laughs> oh, no. 
I'll... Can we get um, another perception check out of you guys? Okay. Mm. Mm. Oh, man, you all are doing alarmingly well. <laughs> hey! Okay, so as you look at her, you guys recall the picture of um, Brzezenka that, uh, or Brzezenia that uh, her parents showed you. This girl looks alarmingly like a younger Brzezenia. Where are they? <laughs> it's either Brzezenia and a curse, or it's possibly a child. How old was Brzezenia? About 17. Okay. And this how old is this girl? About 10. Oh, okay, so. Did we know if Brzezenia had any siblings? Only child. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. We we know that the father's not the father, so there could be other other children. To calm her down, let's see. The amulet, I think, is my symbol of Dean. I have an emblem in my inventory as well. I'll uh uh I can't remember what it was exactly, but I'll I'll take off my emblem and uh like kind of show it to her that it's you know a cool shape or cool design on it, and I'll kind of give it to her to calm her down. But I'm holding her close. That should calm her down. <laughs> if she's if she's still being held, she's not going to calm down a lot. <laughs> he t- he dropped the spell, but he's okay. trying to physically hold her close to try to calm her down. Do a persuasion, whoever is trying to calm her down. Uh, I will give them advantage by hiding behind someone so that she doesn't see me. <laughs> I'll try as well. Just, I'm not going to get anywhere near as good as that, but yeah. <laughs> Fittingly, Gubari is the one to calm down because uh, cause he was the whole thing with Emerald. It's that dad energy coming through. <laughs> Oddly enough, she does kind of calm down for Gubari. <laughs> Entity steps back. He's not good at this. Well, why are you guys so mean? I always heard monsters were mean. I hoped you guys weren't going to be mean, but you are mean. We're not mean. We're just people with skin conditions. He chased me and then and then I couldn't move. That seems mean. You shouldn't have run. Actions have consequences. Yeah, stupid. Sorry, I just wanted to learn more about you. You should have asked. Don't be shy. Okay, can I know more about you? Well, me and my brother have skin conditions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am made entirely out of metal. I was going to ask your names. Entity. Uh, I'm Guard the Coward. Do you have a cool nickname? Sometimes people call me Dottie. Do you like that nickname? It's okay, I guess. I, I like the I like Dorota though. Can I go Dorota home? the Fast? How's that? Dorota the Fast. Dorota the I like that. Dorota the Fast. Yeah. Where are your parents, Dorota? They're at home. They're they're the local ship sheep herders and weavers. Uh, how far from home are you? Oh, it's just down the road. That's that's why I thought I could come and see you guys, because you guys weren't very far away. Can, can, can we come with you? 
How did you hear about us? Well, Edward, we don't get monster people in town a lot. We just get um that dog person, Oswin, and then the fox people, but we've never had a goblin and a robot and well we did we do have the fox person, but yeah. Uh, do you know her name to Brazilia? Well, yeah. She she works here at the tavern, and um, she's really sweet, and she's really smart, and she knows magic, and yeah. Uh, have you seen her lately? Not in a while. People say she went to communion, but I don't know. I guess if nobody else has any questions, uh, I'm good with uh, letting her run on back home. I'll maybe kind of look in the uh, direction she goes to find the house. I'll, I'll whisper. I'll whisper to Entity. Did do we not want to like uh, uh, t- uh, talk to the people that? Yeah, take her home. Like talk to the people at home. Yeah, we we can we we can escort you home to make sure you get home safely. Okay, I guess that that would make you guys nice monster people. Mom and Dad might be a little afraid of you, but. Um, okay. And the question is, do we want to go in with her or just kind of, once she gets to the to the house, leave her be and just move on without them seeing us? Uh, well, so far the two buildings I've entered, I've set fire to things, so <laughs> I'll probably wait outside this time. Yeah, that might be a good call. <laughs> you're just going to find something outside to burn. <laughs> you're going to play You're gonna play with sheep. <laughs> uh, don't play, I will do it. <laughs> Find me playing tag with a bunch of sheep. <laughs> she says, "Thank you, thank you for bringing me home." And she just runs inside, straight to her room. Yeah, we'll we'll at least, I guess, let the parents know that she. I guess snuck out and <laughs> wanted to. Uh, well, I guess. Instead of barging in, I'll at least, you know, ask permission to see if we can come in. Uh, where are we going to set on fire in here? Gavaris <laughs> said, fuck you, permission. <laughs> yeah, Gavaris just goes on in. Uh... The poor mother kind of lets out a shriek and is like, oh my god, it's a god, it's a god! I am a gnome with his skin condition. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a bard. He could probably lie to everyone about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dorota kind of comes out of her room. It's okay, Mom. These are the monster people. They brought me home. Just... Dorota, what were you doing? Why did you go- Why did you bring a goblin here? She was being a bad, bad girl. Yeah, that'll set her at ease. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not the bad ones. <laughs> go to your room. I, I need to deal with this. Um, I'll, no, I'll help skin you skin. if you need to get your father, okay? Okay, Mom. And she looks at the two of you and is like, Well, thank you for bringing my daughter home. Um, why did you barge into my house? Because she said you had food. Yes, but not for you. <laughs> well, she didn't say that. See, really, is this a goblin raid? Uh, 
I am a gnome with a skin condition. I'm not a goblin. <laughs> I say, and Gar actually stayed outside. He's hiding around the corner, so. Okay, people, at least you're gnome with a skin condition. <laughs> Forgive the intrusion, ma'am. I believe your daughter was just a little overly curious about the newcomers into town, and we were just making sure she got home safe. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. She, she's very inquisitive. Um, she's a little hard to control sometimes, especially since, uh, especially since her brother went away. Where'd her brother go? Uh, communion. Yes, yes. Her brother went to communion. Why? Why? Um. The oldest story in the book, there was a girl. Was it Brzezia? No, no. Um, he left He left about a year ago. So, long before Brzezia's disappearance. What was the girl's name? Goodness, um... Oh, I can barely remember. It was something like, um... I, I believe her name was something like Jolana, maybe? Uh, how old is your son? Um, well, he would be 19 this year. So he's an adult. <laughs> yes, he's an adult. I cannot make his decisions for him. Um. The last I heard, um, he did write me a letter. He said that he had gotten married and that he was very happy in the Church of the Two Martyrs. Do you believe in the Two Martyrs? Well, absolutely not. I'm a devout uh, believer in the Church of Progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a description of him? Um, you know, should we run into him? We want to know who he is. Um, Do I have any sheep's feet? <laughs> You'd like a sheep's foot? <laughs> Do you want any? Is <laughs> the next question. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> afraid I don't really carry sheep's feet. We usually throw those to the dogs, um, but my son, um, it, he's tall, he has dark hair, um, he was just starting to grow a little bit of a goatee when he left. Um, and sheep's feet? He was not growing sheep's feet, no. Um, but his name is Ranek. He looks much like his sister Dorota. Okay, and who wants to do an insight check? Ooh. I do. <laughs> yeah, you're much better at Well, I'll do one too since I'm in the room. I got a plus four. I should get something out of it. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that uh, was so perfect. No, it, it's perfect. Whenever I say stuff like that. <laughs> Whenever I say stuff like that is when it happens. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Marcus heard from all the way out there and came in. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, she seems nervous. Ma'am. I feel like there's something here not. We work for, well, I work for the Church of Progress. And uh, I'll show her like my little badge, that, my faction sign <laughs> as evidence. You can trust me. What? What aren't you telling us? We're trying to save a girl here. Believe it or not, while we are all non-humans, we aren't bad people. <laughs> Mostly. For the most part, about the goblin. But <laughs> uh, do a persuasion for me, Marcus. <clears throat> I'll give you advantage, because you're Church of Progress. She's like, okay, um, can we... Go over into the kitchen, please. She kind of moves away. And she sort of looks down and is like... Can I stealthily follow? Stealth for me? Marcus, doing a post. Do you want to tell him to go away or do you want to let him listen to the door? Well then... As I'm a, just standing in the doorway like, hey. I like just take a chair out for him to trip on. Yes, I'll tell Gubahar to come on with me, but that's up to him if he wants to come on or not. Can I go out where the sheep are? <laughs> You'll find guards there already. <laughs> Yeah, I've been torn wanting to go back behind and like spy around the house, but also keep an eye on the road just because this seems like the perfect time for somebody to try to like ambush us from behind. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll I'll stay and watch for the road. Well, that's my job. <laughs> Marcus. She sort of leans up against the counter and stares at the ground and is I've been ashamed to confess to the local priests. Um, I've been weak. And I'm concerned about Zidenya. No, about Renick. Sorry, wrong kid. Uh, Renick. <laughs> because I'm... I'm afraid he may have married one of his half-sisters. Ah... Dun dun dun. <laughs> Love for babies. And Renick is not my husband's, and neither is Dorota. And when Renick ran off, I couldn't tell my husband that he had run off with what may have been his half sister. And for a year, it's just been weighing on me. That that community, it takes so many of our children and 
just to know that my weakness might have done this. Well, it is good that you told me this. Um, I'm not entirely sure, honestly, what your husband here is the best policy. That's up to you. Okay. All right. Um, if you do go to communion, please look out for Rennick for me. We will. All right. Can you and your little goblin friends leave now? You're really freaking me out. <laughs> sure. But if you could take also take my confession to the church, if you... I can do that. Thank you. Go outside. So, guys, incest babies. (laughs) 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 Could be potentially found by the end of this. Okay, Gabari, I'm grabbing you and I'm just bringing you back out. (laughs) I don't need you in with the sheep. I'm making an executive decision right now. (laughs) Fair enough. Join our Patreon to find out what Gabari did with sheep. <laughs> oh my god. 18 no. <laughs> so Gabari has a hot fade chick. Gabari has a sheep. I'll ask the group. So is that like normal human behavior? No idea. Small groups like this, they all have kids not part of their family? <laughs> Not that I've observed, but apparently around here. I mean, think we're Tudor kings. Uh. <laughs> well, because I'm just wondering, is do you think? Do you think maybe some? Because I know some people are real. There are some creatures are really good at attracting other people, like vampires or something. Do you think it's a vampire? I suppose anything's possible, but I doubt it. More information is needed. Okay, well, where do we go to get it? Communion. Ooh, we just go door to door asking them if their kids are the the husbands. <laughs> I'm okay with communion, but I also do want to check out that uh, the the Fox Folk Home area too. Wherever you would like to go. <laughs> well, yeah, we know two people we need to look for. Possibly, might be more. Okay, wasn't there wasn't there one other person who walked went away or vanished? Yes, there was. Should we go? There's an uncanny resemblance between the kids. Uh, you don't know what the other one looks like. That's what I'm saying. Should we go find out? It's up to you guys. Where was this other missing person from? Uh, they said it was the Grass family. On to the Grass family. <laughs> yeah, is it too late to ask her where the uh, Gress family is located? <laughs> she'll go ahead and she'll give you direction to the Gress house, which is only a short distance away. Okay. Is that where you guys want to go? Uh, I'm good getting some information there, but that is up to the other three as well. I was like, you definitely don't want to ask me for directions. <laughs> well, the question is, do you want to go to communion or do you want to find out about this other missing person? Communion. <laughs> All right, follow me, my brother. 
Uh, Marcus, you want to tie it up or you want to go to commune as well? Missing person. <laughs> well, this is a toughie. <laughs> we are two on two. Rock, pepper, scissors, lizard spot. <laughs> I was going to roll a d20 and say uh, odds uh, missing person evens communion. Uh, odds missing person. Okay. So you guys start heading towards the breast farm. Did you say breast farm? <laughs> breast. If you guys would like to place yourselves on this map. All right. For no reason at all, I cast invisibility on myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and obviously you guys know what's coming. <laughs> As you are walking to the grass farm, you hear a rustle in the cornfields. His name Kurt? Yes, Kurt <laughs> Russell is in the cornfield. <laughs> oh man. Well see, I was I was I was gonna say I'm like I'm fully down for it to be uh Kurt Russell. I don't know why, but like I've hundred percent minded. Um however Gar in real life or in, in real life uh, Gar <laughs> in the game is gonna yell wait pretty girl <laughs> And from the cornfield step two women. Both have dark hair, heavily scarred faces. One of them, it appears that one side of her face has completely burned off and is somewhat like melted. Oh, God. Long healed. The other one yeah. just has long scratches along her face. Mm. And her hair is. Somewhat bald, kind of a mohawk, almost. And the one with the scarred face steps forward. You've been asking too many questions. Like what questions? I believe you know. Too many questions is too many questions. (laughs) I cast fairy fire. Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, right. right. Just traumatize her immediately. Let's go back to the, the trauma of her melting her face off. That's why I have a girlfriend and he doesn't. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm all about actions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me see if I can do this right this turn. Oh god, I forgot. Oh really? <laughs> of course. Of course I get a natural one of my initiatives. Hey, it works! Alright, finally. And a good roll for that, too. Yeah. Now, this is where it's going to get interesting, because I'm going to have to jump through a couple of different tabs. Do we know if the direction that they came from is the direction of communion? <laughs> you can't quite tell. It's definitely in the direction of the Gress house, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's something. Like they were trying to stop you from going there, possibly. Gotcha. Did I get Fairy fire off before initiative started. I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> did you cast it on one or both? Both. It's DC 14 dexterity. Yeah, that's a net 20 and a 16. So, yeah, they both made it. Well done. Rude. 
Well, everybody but Entity gets a turn before they do, so... <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I will metaphorically blow my load with the <laughs> Wand of Missiles. Uh, <laughs> I'm so gonna use... Poorly chosen words in that sentence. Yeah, that's... You know, uh, silly me, I just blew myself. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use six charges, which puts that... And a level six magic missile spell. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. All right, three darts have level one. So eight darts total. Uh, I'm just going to target the one with uh, the... Who's closest? I'm going to target this one. That's eight bolts unmissable. Jeez. 25 points of force damage to a great one. Okay, she looks pretty hurt. She, she kind of curses under her breath. Goddamn goblins. Yeah, taste my wand. <laughs> He's got a skin condition. Gabari? <laughs> Woof. Yeah, that missed. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and change that to a ten for him. Uh, oh, nice. So that'd be a sixteen. Still gonna miss. Oh dear. Well, in that case, I take it back. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's not gonna be good. Uh, as a bonus action, I will uh, inspire worth. Alright. That'll be handy. Okay, Marcus. Marcus is going to shoot his bow at her. 14 misses. And then he's going to move back behind his Warforged friend. <laughs> so brave. So brave. <laughs> I'm squishy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. No, I'm, I'm fully. I'm fully with you, man. She is going to move up to Gabari. All right, she's going to attack with one scimitar. So that's a ten. I assume that misses. Yep. She's going to strike again. 19, I assume that one hits. Yeah. That is seven points of damage. Okay, that is her turn. So now this one's... She's gonna go again at Gabari. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, 15. Misses. She's a fighter, so she's going to go again. <laughs> so rude. Nope, that's only a 14, so she misses again. Entity. All right. Um, for my bonus action, I will cast Spiritual Weapon. Uh, if I'm a Warforged, the first thing that came to my head for the description is it's like a bunch of uh, like Terminator heads, and their eyes have like laser beams. <laughs> Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I will put it uh, in the square 
so that it would be next to both of uh, the women. And so when I cast it, I can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet. So I will go against the gray woman. And let's see if I can hit. This will still be my bonus action. Eleven's uh, probably going to miss. Yeah, that's going to miss. All right. I would have to get up close to actually try to attack. Oh, I'll give it a try. So 5, 10, 15, 20. Just enough to try to melee her with my great club for my action. And it's <laughs> still going to miss. Uh, and that's my full movement, so I can't move back. So that'll hit my turn. Okay. Gar. Uh, I will yell out, Gabari, do you want to be invisible? No, not particularly. Okay. Then I will... You know what? I haven't done a second level yet, so I will do Scorching Ray. And let's just keep freaking on the poor gray woman. Uh, so all three rays are gonna go for her. One, two, three. All right. Only oh, really? one, one hit. Six. No, it's like fire damage at least. At least. Okay. Yeah, she's looking pretty hurt. All right. She's also not very happy that that was fire, but. Yeah. No, that's. I'm trying. I'm trying to. You know, traumatize her from her past. <laughs> uh, I will scoop behind Marcus. <laughs> just keeps moving behind each other. Yeah, it's like the two of us, like, we slowly move out of the way. <laughs> yes, like, they move back off the map. <laughs> we have our own battle of us trying to, like, ring around each other. Sorry. I will attack. 19. And I will use Defensive Flourish. Uh, which expend a use of Bardic Inspiration to deal extra damage equal to the number you roll on the die. You also add this number to your AC until the start of your next turn. Three, and how much damage did the rapier do? Oh, Eight nice. plus three, and my armor class is 20. God. Alright, she looks like she's on... I assume you did this one, right? Uh, yes, ma'am. She looks like she's about <laughs> to go down. Marcus. Marcus is gonna try to hit her with his bow again. Nice. She's down. Oh, very nice. Man, I didn't even get to use any of my battle master tactic. <laughs> <laughs> I should have made them harder. You guys, stop breaking out their toys. It's weird. Another one identical looking woman jumps out of the field as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done that once or twice where, yeah, the, the players kill my enemies pretty quickly and I'm like, aha, you didn't see the second party behind you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that in every session of Frost Maiden so far. <laughs> <laughs> There's another Ramorez. God. <laughs> This one's pissed now. So. Can't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I hope that's literally what your character is singing. It is. Nice. So, you said your armor class is what, 19 now? 20. 20, so she misses on that one. She got a 20 on the second one. Ooh. So. Ow. That's what I should have saved that portent for. <laughs> that is eight points of damage on Gabari. And she's pissed off, so she's gonna. No, wait. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. She's. <laughs> she's gonna move around Gabari and go for. She's gonna action surge on Entity. Oh boy. With an 18. Well, it just misses. Oh, okay. So <laughs> close. <laughs> so that, was, that, was, that was good. I was, I was scared. All right, Entity. All right. Um, for my bonus action, I will direct my spiritual weapon to follow her and shoot another <laughs> laser towards her. Don't forget you have inspiration. Yeah, I'm going to use that for myself in just a minute. Uh, will a 16 hit her? 16 misses. All right. Um, okay, so I will try to go with my great club then. Uh, what's the... Uh, is it a D6, D8? Oh, God. D6. Not that it's going to matter. Yeah, even if I roll... Ma All right, I should have just used it for the spiritual weapon. I will save the inspiration because that's not going to matter if I roll it, and that'll just be a miss. Okay, Gar. Alrighty. Uh, I'm just going to have a shitting grin on my face. I'm going to put my wand away, and then I'm going to cast Magic Missile because I have that spell. Uh, that's only at level one. So that's just three bolts. And you know what? Just because I don't normally use it, and I need to. I'm going to use my Fury of the Small. Ooh! Oh, nice. Three points of damage. So, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eleven points of force damage total. Nice. You just pissed her off even more. <laughs> uh, cool. I will step back another ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to be off the map soon. Uh... <laughs> She can't hit me if I'm off the map, right? <laughs> I will use uh, the uh, defensive flourish. Not that it matters. 13 misses. Alright. Marcus? Unless you want to... No, you can't really move, can you, Gabor? Uh, I will use my bonus action to uh, inspire Marcus. What does inspire give me? One d six to attack rolls, uh, saving throws, and skill checks. Uh, and you can also use it for damage rolls. Even if you max out, you're gonna miss. Alright, and then. Just move a little bit further back. <laughs> All right, so she is still next to two people who are also hard to hit. <laughs> she knows Gabari's hurt, so she's going to try that. 
A 7 and a 17, so both miss. And if her sister was there, she could have helped her, but... <gasps> they were sisters. Alright, so bonus action again will be spiritual weapon for the <laughs> laser beams. Oh, God! Alright. Uh <laughs> I just think I just think the metal heads are just like spinning in circles. They can't see any targets. It's just kind of going everywhere. They're, they're breaking the fourth wall, looking at me and just shaking their head. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so let's try the great club here. And if it's okay, I, okay, great. I was going to use my inspiration, but I'll wait on that then. So finally, you can also add that inspiration to damage. Ooh, I will oh, do that. <laughs> I will add. Oh, I was it was almost a one. <laughs> so, uh, so nine bludgeoning towards her with the great club. Okay. Finally, I hit something. Okay, Gar. Fortunately, most of my most of my spells are just blowy uppy fire spells. So let's not change anything up. I will firebolt her. Ooh, it, that hits. Dude, eight fire damage. Oh, she's actually looking kind of hurt. Oh, nice. I actually make the pew pew noises with my mouth. I don't know why. It just feels right. Gar, are you moving anywhere? You're moving backwards off the map? Uh, <laughs> no, well, let's see. I do have 120 feet of range. Golly. So, yeah. Now, I'll, I'll stick right there. Oh, I should get behind Marcus. <laughs> and I'm going to use my defensive flourish one last time. Oh, that's better. For four damage plus 14 damage or 18 damage. <laughs> brutal. And my armor class is 21. Yeah, she looks hurt as hell. Max damage. Nice. All right, Marcus. Come on, Marcus, you can finish it right now. I believe in you. Hopefully we just rest after this. <laughs> Marcus is going to move up and cast some flip wounds on her. Oh, very nice. I was gonna do that. Hey, if it's, oh if it's a well uh, if it's a touch attack though, would he get advantage since he's within my five melee feet of the opposite? Technically, yes. With flanking? Yeah. yeah, with flanking. Jeez, 3d10. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, you'd get advantage. Oh, that'll oh, hit. Yep, you killed her. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Do you want to describe how you kill her with inflict wounds? Um, I'm, I'm just imagining, like, a greenish-blue light coming from my hands. And her just like layer by layer melting away. Oh, nice. Hey, she looks like your sister. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. She she has melted. Well, since this one's intact, I will see if there's anything on her of interest. Can I take her feet? There's a lot of meat on the feet, alright? Yeah, I think you guys sometimes forget we are siblings. I collect heads, he collects feet. You know. I mean, if you don't have feet, roll, roll a medicine. But, um, oh, man. 
Uh, I will help him collect feet if he needs. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't need any help. Yeah, you guys have feet. <laughs> Add some four feet. <laughs> I could use some in real life. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> He got real weird real fast. <laughs> I, say, I, almost, I almost want to become an artificer in-game just to make him better feet. <laughs> what kind of feet did you take in level four? Real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why stop there? Go for indestructible toes. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Everybody listening to the podcast right now is like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Worth has only eight toes now? Nine, but after Tuesday, I'll have um, six and a couple of halves. <laughs> like a kid. I have six and a half toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Worth, you find that, well, she has chainmail armor. Two hail hand axes, a plus one long sword, and a shield. Ooh, interesting. Does anybody have an interest in the long sword? Otherwise, I'll hold on to it. You can have it. I don't need the armor or the shield, so that'll be up for grabs. But I will. Um, can I do? Do like an arcana check to see if there's any other magical properties of the plus one, or is it just the plus one? It's just the plus one. There's nothing magical about anything she's wearing. All right. I will add that to my inventory and I will take that. Uh, the rest I will show to everybody else and say the rest is up for grabs. I'll take the shield. Um, and everyone do perception. And then, um, uh, will we still be able to, uh, loot the other person? Or did she like literally melt into a puddle of nothing? <laughs> I think she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. Um, next to her, where she would have been, are two scimitars and a longbow. But that's all that's left. I'll take the longbow. Take the longbow? Alright, remember to add that. <laughs> that's That was a long enough. So, <laughs> Don't forget to add it. with your perception because I'll I'll forget what all I gave you by next week so Marcus you notice that compared to the drawing painting that um, Brzezinka's family showed to you even with the burned face this woman looks Almost exactly like that girl. I will relay this to everyone else. <laughs> oh, is she dead now? <laughs> yeah. Well, this, this one looks a little older. Like, this isn't the same girl. She looks definitely older and a little bit different, but the resemblance is eerily uncanny. Well, the other daughter, Dottie, also looked like Brazenia too, so that's a little odd and concerning. <laughs> yeah, DM, is there uh, any check or arcana roll or anything I can do to see? Is it just because of, like, family genetics that make them look similar, or are they, like, being cloned or something? Um, go ahead, give me an arcana. Okay. Definitely seems a little unnatural. 
And obviously, Brazinium seems to be maybe the subject of the cloning attempt. So what we need to find is a hidden planet called Camino. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad you guys are my friends, because I'm glad you guys got the reference. All right, uh, do you want to just, like, sleep here? Are we going to go further up somewhere, or what? I'm good to keep going, but I know somebody said they were tired. I think Gabari's pretty hurt. Is there anybody else hurt? <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> All right. Um, I will cast a a cure wounds on Gubari. Let's hope we roll pretty well. Oh uh, well, seven's not bad. Yeah, not terrible. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess I'll just leave her there and just head on up to the farm that we were originally going to go to. Ooh, you know what? Since someone's collecting feet, uh, I'm going to take her head. <laughs> I got rid of my last zombie head, so I need a new one. You know how there's four fins? Now I got four feet. You could easily pull that out and compare now. Does that one look like... Hmm. Yeah, they were cooler, weren't they? We now have a, a picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> Start holding her up. Hey, have you seen anyone that looks like this but not quite this? Oh, <laughs> she man. she has more of a neck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you see one that looks like this but has a whole body, that's the yeah. one <laughs> Oh, we can go back and traumatize our parents. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, we found her. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, to answer the question, I think we're headed on to the farmhouse. Now that I've successfully removed a head. And don't forget the feet. He <laughs> just walked right <laughs> on in. What are you guys? How are you approaching? What are you guys doing? I'll walk in behind. Hey, the front I'll... door was open. <laughs> Hello. I'm behind. I'm trying to catch up. Hello. From both sides. <laughs> I'm a gnome with a skin condition. Oh, oh! Did you guys come up this path? Yeah, I guess. Which way is the front? I mean, technically, this would have been the front because there's the porch, but. Hello? Margus is going to knock. She's going to kind of walk. Oh my god! <laughs> you have a skin condition! Yeah. <laughs> she just screams. She just spoons a little bit like, oh god! <laughs> It only hurts once. <laughs> she was just in in the living room playing her harp or whatever. <laughs> All right, how are you guys actually proceeding? Because now she's really freaked out. <laughs> Not that seeing a giant warforge will calm her down, but I'll come. <laughs> If he barged in, I'll try to come in and calm her down and um, take a note from Marcus's book. On the porch. 
Oh, so everybody's on the book. Okay, so. Are you guys knocking or are you guys barging in? I'm knocking. Okay, we're knocking. Okay. She kind of comes up to the door and is like, oh my! I have my uh, little Church of Progress badge. Oh. oh. Official business. Oh, this is an interesting group for the Church of Progress, of course. Come in, come in. He's got a skin condition. <laughs> I'm the only one who actually works for the Church of Progress. I was raised in one of their orphanages. Um, anyways. <laughs> Let's go to the sitting room, yes. Um, what can I help the church with? Well, for starters, uh, we are investigating the disappearance of a young woman who we think may have just run off with her uh, lover. Oh, yes, Persenia. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and this investigation was, took us towards you. Uh, and yeah, I was going to insight that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would actually be good. <laughs> She literally has no idea why two women would have tried to stop you. She's just like, well, communion is very secretive. They don't like people to poke around. Um, but I wouldn't know who they were. I'm trying to think of the next question to ask. Uh, see, I'm not a good investigator myself. <laughs> <laughs> we had heard that... Uh, you had a child that went missing or went to communion? Yes, yes, my my daughter, Biliana, she, she left, I guess, about two years ago. Um, uh, here, I, I have an old portrait of her. Um, <laughs> I'll ask if her husband's home as well. <laughs> Uh, no, he, um, he went to market. Okay. So I won't have to hush my voice when I say, is, uh, is the husband the father? She noticeably pales. I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> yeah. Every, every child, it seems, who has gone to a church of, of, uh, or Two martyrs. communion thing has uh, all probably had the same father. Oh, hey, we should probably ask for the description of the 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 father. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, it took us four houses <laughs> <laughs> and Gar to come up with it of all people. I literally yelled it. Literally yelled it from the other room because I'm actually doing the same thing my brother's doing. Looks like he's running around the kitchen. I'm making pancakes. <laughs> making pancakes? Making pancakes. Making pancakes. <laughs> making pancakes. Um, and so did you ask the description? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll officially ask for the description. <laughs> uh, well, it was, it was one of the Grim Evermen. Um, tall, Red hair, gaunt features, so handsome, so charming. Uh, I just, I felt like I couldn't help myself. 
Uh, Did he ever eat garlic near you? I I don't know. We weren't exactly eating together. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. Uh, Were you ever out in sunlight together? Yes. We had a very memorable experience in one of the orchards. It's probably not a vampire, guys. We're trying to get a far off look. Not gonna lie, I kind of wanted to be a vampire. <laughs> it would have been fun. I was like, that was gonna be the end of my questions. I don't know what else vampires do. So, like, now Dottie's brother uh, was him being a son. He was also, um, uh, like not related to the to the father. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so it's all the children, not just the girls. So she gave a description portrait of her daughter. Okay, so so far, the first person that went missing, we've seen two other individuals who look like her possibly clones. We're not sure, but possibly clones. The other woman that attacked us... Both of the ones that attacked you looked almost exactly alike, except for the scarring and how their hair was. Oh, okay, gotcha. The one that melted also looked like Brazilian. Gotcha. Like, they all look alarmingly like the only difference with this one is that she has red hair, but the facial features are very, very similar. Yeah. Does she have any other children, or is it just the the one? I I just... It was just my daughter. I'm wondering how much the local beast man tribe knew about this. That's a good point. That's the only way I've checked you. They've probably been around long enough to know something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on that train and go to the Fox Folk Farm. Fox Folk Farm. Fox Folk Farm. Is that like an old folks' home? <laughs> Can we go to the sheep folk farm? <laughs> I mean, unless Marcus has any other <laughs> Church of Progress questions, I think uh, we got her. We got her porch and everything. I think we're good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I just want to tell her that she should seriously consider letting her husband know, unless he's got a killer or something. Wait, you just. The other girl not to let her husband know. You know, hey, if you give enough advice, one of them's gonna laugh. There needs to be like a local support group for all of these wives. <laughs> Have you been a victim of Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> or the or our group? <laughs> or the group, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's I, I kind of like that. I want to become such a menace that they need a support group for me. <laughs> that's that's my that's my goal in this game now. It sucks because now I want to go to communion, but now I definitely want to check out the uh, the fox folk because they may have some other information. Well, it is about two, so we can decide where we want to go over the week. I guess we can end it there then. That was the sixth episode overall of The Four Fins. Our cast for this campaign was myself, Worth Beasley, as Entity, Trevor Lattislas as Gibari, Carl Meekins as Gar, Royce Moonberry as Marcus, and Liz Moonberry as our DM. 
As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and pass the word around so that others can come across us. Thank you all, as always, for listening, and we will see you again very soon.